it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Michael Thompson's here. Andy Kamenetsky's here. We're just uh, getting it done on a Friday. And uh, Michael, you That's heard right. us talking about Andy's movie, Commander yeah, and Commander Chimp. Yeah, Commander and Chimp. But before I get to that, instead of calling it a vacation, we mm. should just rename it Vay Mason. Yeah. It, well, you like that, Laura? Okay, Commander and Chimp. I thought it's a brilliant idea for a movie. Now, wait a minute. Before you, Michael, before you ask any questions, what we're talking about is during uh, Supercross Talk, a little more than an hour ago, Andy revealed that Andy, his uh, brother, and who's your friend? My friend Steve. Have have a script out there, a treatment, for a movie called Commander and Chimp. Give us the elevator pitch of what the Commander the and Chimp movie is. elevator pitch is that basically the incumbent president who's up for re-election, he has a scheming vice president who's been trying to take him out because he wants to be president. The president also has a pet monkey named Bobo. The president's name is Bob. The vice president manages to get all of the election ballots to say President Bobo. And then him as vice president, figuring that if this guy gets elected, they're going to realize a monkey can't be president, Mm -hmm. but the other guy won't have been voted in. So the vice president ends up becoming president. Turns out the monkey can be president. So now this scheming vice president is the vice president to the commander in chimp. Okay, Michael, you have questions. Two questions. Number one. (laughs) What possible questions could you have, Michael? We've already got Jay Moore on board. That's true. I'm figuring out how you're going to get around this. When When President Bobo has to give the State of the Union address... What, what does he do? He points. Just, you know, he's got to talk. <laughs> he takes questions. No, no. The but how does he answer the questions? He acts things out. He does adorable things that monkeys do from ooh, the podium. Ooh, ooh. Ah, yes. That kind of stuff. That's Everyone. the whole State of the Union. It'd be a 30-second State <laughs> yeah. of the Union. Perfect. And They're then, long and boring anyway. And then when he has to meet other heads of state, what does he do? He charms them. Everybody loves monkeys. But what if the monkey starts throwing poop at people? He, well, he's he's been around. He well, we've had presidents that. that have probably thought about doing right, that. exactly. Or, or, or yeah. presidents who are full of you know what. Uh, yeah, exactly. All right, you I was you just turn wondering. that into a joke. Yeah. Normally, they're full of poop. He <laughs> flings the poop. He flings the poop. There you yes, go. I like that. Michael, Michael it writes itself. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Somebody's going to steal that Mike, idea. Then what are you going to do? Well, I already no. put it out there. It's our idea. Yeah, now yeah, we have definitive have, proof. Do you, do you have it? Do you have it copyrighted? Uh no. Oh, you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. Yeah, somebody's already Bro. somebody's already <laughs> casting Bobo right, right now. You know what though? I have enough definitive proof, like past emails, things like that, uh-huh. that, that we've been mm, on this. Better keep this for a while. Re- better keep this show on record. I be- you know what? During the break, I'm going to call uh, the Writers Guild. <laughs> I'm going to get this thing. That's um, right. Now, what is, what is baseball doing? Probably coming up with some of my brilliant ideas. What okay. are they doing? No, so you guys just tell me if you're on board or if it's a stupid idea. But these are all going in this coming oh, by the season. Way. We got to get rid of call reviews. I watched that uh, finish the, the last six minutes, four minutes of the Jazz Pelicans last night. Ireland yeah. took thirty minutes to play call reviews. It's, it's, I, Michael, you've convinced me. Yeah. Uh, Mike, Michael has been arguing for years, and now he's got me on board oh. that uh, replay. We've got it, and it exists, but the replay should exist in the last two minutes of the game, and that's it. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's it. Anyway. Now I don't know if that would have solved the problem yeah, last not night. Last night, but, oh, unbelievable. But last two minutes of the game is okay. So, the first thing they're going to do, they've always had this in the rules, but they've never enforced it. They're fully going to enforce the pitch clock. Good. I think it's a great idea. A 14-second timer between pitches with the bases empty instituted across all levels. Majors, minors, everything. About time. 18 seconds with a runner on base at every level but AAA where it was 19 seconds. Um, What do you – okay, Andy, for or against pitch clock? 
Oh, definitely for it. Yes, it. I am too. I don't yeah. know anybody against it. Of course. Yeah. Mason, Mason would be. Well, he doesn't like anything. All right, now this is a <laughs> this is a pretty significant one. Starting this coming season, did you guys know there's going to be a pickoff limit? Oh, I've only, been saying this for years. You're only able to throw... Well, wait a minute, though. So you're only able to throw over to first base twice. I liked it. After I throw over there twice, now can't you just take as big of a lead as you want? Yeah, but you don't know when I'm going to throw over there. It could be but once. What, no, what, no, after I've done it twice, twice though. Yeah. But you can pitch out. Yeah, you still could pitch out if you want. Good point. You, you take the ball. But yeah. you, can, you can pitch out. But I like it, Aaron. It speeds up the game. Well, I like anything. Who cares? I just think that's going to be weird. Yeah. And it would encourage more stolen bases, well, which that's are why, fun. That's why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, and I also think it is going to, back when we were all growing up in like the 60s, 70s, and 80s, every roster had a speed guy. Remember yeah. the yep. A's one year at yep. Herb Washington? Yeah. I, I grew up the, in the 80s watching those Cardinals with like- Willie McGee, Vince, Vince Coleman. Vince Ozzy was fast. Right. right now, nobody, those guys don't exist no. because no. you don't need them. Now, maybe that'll bring them back. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get more action on the baseball. Yes. Okay. I like it. Um, third thing. They're eliminating all defensive shifts. Good. It's about Huge. time. Jeez. Huge. Max Muncy's probably the happiest man in the world because he probably would have another. His batting average would probably be 50 points higher. Yeah. My goodness. How many times did he line out to short right field? Um, by the way, does this simple rule change? You brought up Max Muncy. Get him more money now. Is he more valuable because he's not yeah. going to make as well, many outs? He's under he's under contract for another year. They signed him to another uh, an extension for one more year. But there, yeah. if he's Max is what thirty four, so yeah, this could definitely in, help him help his career. Okay, and the last one, this one's a little weird. They're changing the size of the bases. They will now be eighteen inches square, up from fifteen inches square. Again, to encourage mm-hmm. more steals, fast, you know, easier to touch the base when you're running. For right. What do you think? Easier to beat out a throw, too. Yep. Right. Exactly. And I guess theoretically easier for the second baseman or the shortstop to hit the bag. So it's not all offensive, but mostly offensive. This is what's interesting to me. It reminds me a lot of the rules changes that we've seen in the NFL and to some degree the NBA too where it's very obvious you want more offense, Mm -hmm. you want more scoring, and you just feel like offense is ultimately what fans want and what sells the game. It is only one sport in the world where you try to encourage more offense, and most fans like Mike Trudell and all the soccer saints go, (laughs) no, we don't need no more scoring. We love one-nil games. We love zero-zero games. Unbelievable. Soccer's the only sport that doesn't try to increase the scoring. I think another thing that's being overlooked with these larger bases, too, is that you're going to have players less likely to roll their ankles, to slip off of them. Because a lot of injuries happen that way, and I think that the the fact that the bases are going to be larger are also going to make them lower to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not against any of these oh, no. score changes. All that the speed of the game, man, it's great, uh, and it'll be great for television too. Right, because even at the park, you don't really care that much, but for TV, oh, that's that's going to be great when you're watching a game. I and are you guys okay with the Dodgers doing nothing? Yeah, I like it. I like this. I like well, the you like field. it because Trace <laughs> is, is like starting in center right, right now. now. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> they don't need to do nothing. <laughs> Who needs their Particularly in the outfield. Exactly. They Leave the outfield need alone. To do nothing. Yeah, you got uh, Trace, you got Chris Taylor, you got Mookie, and you got James Outland is probably being bought up. So that's they, that's the four they need. They don't need nobody else. That's a rough name for a baseball player. Outland, I know. You better be a good hitter. <laughs> oh, he's out again, man. He's out, man. I know yeah. the jokes write themselves. Exactly. But he's a good player. He's a good hitter. If they're, if they're saving all their money to get Otani next year. Are you okay yeah. with it? Oh, yeah. Who, who, who wouldn't be? <laughs> I'll tell you who well, would be, be against that. Well, because you won't win it this year. No, who says they can't win it this year? 
Well, if they don't have any players, you know, it doesn't matter. No, I mean, who who wanted this year was the um, who wanted this year? Who we'll just, we'll just beat the Phillies? The Astros. Yeah, Astros. Okay, but the Astros don't have a whole bunch of household names. They just got good players. Um, yeah, I mean, baseball is weird. Anything could happen. It just yeah. seems like the the Dodgers are super active every year in free agency and with trades, and this year they're not. My wife just texted me. Are you talking about Commander and Chip? <laughs> yeah, she knows. <laughs> She's heard not. about this for years. Yeah, tell her don't laugh at it. Tell her Steven Spielberg's will, uh, la- wife laugh when he talked when he considered Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's true. Um, That's true. Yeah, it, that was Spielberg, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although a different wife than he has now. Oh, I believe that's why he probably why he divorced the first one. Well, no, he's married to Kate Capshaw. Right, in but Raiders. when he did Raiders, though, the first one, mm-hmm. she's in the second one. She's in Temple of Doom. Right. The first uh, was short round. Yes. Yes. I, I cannot remember his first wife. I'm blanking. She probably told Amy Steve. Irving. Amy Irving. Yeah. She probably told Stephen. That's a dumb idea. Yeah. There's some story behind that. Like he went to George Lucas and he said. I really want to be a part of Star Wars. And Lucas said to him, I got another idea. It's about an archaeologist who, you know, and then Spielberg took that idea because Spielberg's never been part of the Star Wars. Yeah, and then franchise. the two of them ended up teaming up because Lucas produced it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, I, going back to the Dodger thing, I'm very curious. It's just not like them to do nothing. Mm-hmm. They've never done nothing. I wonder if they're, if there's something they have up their sleeve and none of us have it figured out. But most of these guys are all signed now. I mean, now the Correa's... And Dansby Swanson is like the last... And and I don't know if they're going to give... All three of the shortstops that were out there and available got double-digit years. 11-year deal, 13-year deal. That's not the Dodgers. Dodgers they don't, don't do need that. a shortstop. Lux hit 290. He can play. Chris right. Taylor hit, can hit 260, 270. He's a good defense. They got enough at shortstop. So you, you would just play Lux every day at short yeah. and play Muncie yeah. at second? Right, exactly. And who's their third base? Well, right. third? well, they haven't re-signed Justin Turner, but they could. No, that, yeah, they could bring him back. Or possibly. they could move Muncie to third and play... Um, Vargas. Vargas is a, yeah. can play third. So they got enough, man. They I mean, they can play Taylor players. like pretty much anywhere Taylor, you yeah, want. Yeah, Taylor can play anywhere. They're deep. Even though they lost, a I would not guys. give one of those 11, 12, 13 year contracts to Dansby Swanson or anybody else. I'm well, okay Swanson's with Swanson's young, isn't he? Yeah, but I'm, I was okay giving it to Mookie Betts. I, I I think it's crazy to give it to Carlos Correa and to give it to um, Xander Bogarts. Mm-hmm. I think those guys are going to be forty by the time those deals. Yeah, what about but Trey's eleven year deal? You like Trey that? Trey's eleven year. Yeah, deal. Trey Turner is the one guy. I I mean, he's but these so guys good. are taking better care of themselves. I mean, you these, you can be productive into your late thirties now in baseball. Well, the other thing too is if you think that you are a team that can win it now or win it within the next couple of years, you pay that tab to win it now. Then you worry about the later later. I mean, you've got like 10 years yeah. to figure it out. 40 is a new 35. Not everybody's going to end up like Pujols, 50 pounds overweight. Okay, so Andy, if that's your philosophy, so, why won't you apply that it was, Laura. to the Lakers? Because it depends on how close you are, and it's a different It's different though when you're talking about a salary cap league. It's, right. it's a different... But the, why the, not Why not make a trade for good players and worry about later, later? Because the, the way the leagues work and the way salary structure's worse, you end up much more constricted in the NBA than you do in baseball. It's a different league. And I would also argue the Dodgers, seemingly at least last year, were closer to a championship than the Lakers are right now. All right, coming up, coming up next, hundred eleven wins. The best, the best offensive big man in the NBA is here tonight. No, he's not. Well, I'm going to get into that with you, Nikola Jokic. Where were we last week? Okay, did you see what Jokic did on Wednesday? Forty-three points on seventeen of twenty shooting. Who's more unstoppable? 
Embiid. There you go. But who's the two-time defending MVP? Well, that's different. That's a different argument. Well, we're going to get into it next. Michael's here. Andy's here. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Did you guys watch the first bowl game this morning? Wait, 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 we figure out who this is. Pearl Jam. It's not Mm. Pearl Jam. Nirvana. Will I know? Laura, will I know? Will I have heard of this person? Huey Lewis. It's a group. It's a group. I will give you that. The Beatles. No. Uh, Andy knows this. Boys to Men? What? I'm just guessing here. All bad. Earth, Wind, and Fire. In Sync. Nope. One Direction? Nope. The Commodores. Right, You're give, way, way we, we is, this, is this SOS? The Jonas Brothers. Oh, oh we should have got this. Ah, so close. Do you guys know oh. they're, they're, you know, the, the Jonas Brothers, they're, um, they're, they're three in the group. Are they yes. really brothers? Yes, they are. Yeah, they are really brothers. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's Joe, Kevin, Nick and, and Nick. Nick. You guys know there is a bonus Jonas? Yes. There is. There is a fourth brother. I think his name is Kevin. Who's the most talented brothers? The Jackson brothers, the Osmond brothers, or the Jonas brothers, or the Smothers brothers? <laughs> Look at Laura. Laura never heard of the Smothers brothers. I say the Grant brothers, Horry and Harvest. There you go. I say the Thompson brothers. I was going to say the Thompson brothers. Yeah. Well, they don't sing. I'm talking about in singing. Oh, then Jackson. Jackson Five. Yeah, Jackson oh, yeah. Five. Why? It's not close. Don't, Michael's the only one who had time. Ta- Oops, I better not say that. <laughs> Jermaine might be listening. <laughs> the brothers Gibb? That's right. What about the Gibbs? Okay. The Gibbs were super mm. talented. That's right. The Isley anyway. Brothers. The Isley, Isley Brothers. brothers. Yeah, who are the best brothers? I was, I was flipping channels. You, you guys remember that there was a sequel to Saturday Night Fever? Oh, yeah. Staying Alive. Staying Alive. Oh, yeah. I was flipping channels the other night, and I watched the last 20 minutes of it. It's mm-hmm. Travolta. Do you guys know who directed that movie? One Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. How did I never know that? Because you're not me. Yeah. I mean, and you're not a movie, future movie director like, like <laughs> a Commander well, in Chimp. <laughs> Andy's wife's very mad that he let the secrets of Commander in Chimp. I'd like yeah. to thank the Academy. Have you uh, figured out which Chimp's going to star in it? <laughs> well, it's. <laughs> like, you, have you gone over to the zoo to pick your star out? Well, no, you have to. I think you would have to have multiple Chimps be, to, to put up with the regulations. You know, like when you have kids true. in yes, your movie, you can't 30, them I think they can only be on film for 30 minutes at a time, right? There you go. Chimps yes. could be pretty violent. The, you know? I know. Uh, SCPA will come well, after you if you don't have a backup <laughs> chimp. Are you going to have a black chimp, a brown chimp, or a gray one? Because um, they come in different colors. So I think there are white chimps, too. They're white yeah, chimps. There are white. Yeah. What color are you going to get? Yeah, what color is Bobo? This. Yeah, uh, are you going to be a racist? You know what's funny, actually, when you <laughs> said what color is Bobo, we have a dog named Bobo. So but isn't that the name of the chimp? It is the name of the chimp. Uh, oh, okay. Um, hmm. have you decided, see, you haven't figured out which color All, chimp. Here's the thing. Ultimately, 
I'm just going for the best actor for the part. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> All right, so tonight at Crypto.com Arena, it's Lakers yeah. Nuggets. Ooh. They've played twice this year. Lakers won the game here. Nuggets won the game there. Is Michael Porter playing? No. Oh. Which which you would think would tilt the the scales towards the Lakers, mm-hmm. but but Nikola Jokic Michael is coming off of what might be his best game of the year. Kamineski, Brian, I said that. That's Andy, but well, go ahead. How do you know? They're never in the same room together. <laughs> Kamineski, I said that Nikola Jokic is the best passer I have ever seen. We we were just talking about this on today's Locked on Lakers uh, podcast, the show that Brian and I co-host. Best passing big man ever. Oh, passer. Forget big man. Oh, so you think he's the best? Yes. Can he do what? Can he do those Kevin Love outlet passes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where- see, we've seen him. He does it with one okay. hand, two hands, everything. So you think he's a better passer than like Magic? Yes. This guy, I haven't seen it. He- you, Magic Johnson, who was personally responsible for getting you five baskets a game, is not a better passer than Nikola Jokic. Let's just keep this in this room, okay? <laughs> this is between the three of us. It's us and Laura. You know we're on the air. Well, yeah, oh, well. Ignore what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, he, he throws he throws p- uh, passes into areas where you didn't think a guy was going to be. The guy's there to lay it up. Right. It's, it's like his oh, no, vision. No. Like he sees the future. He's it's incre- crazy. He's incredible. But like Brian and I were talking about this on today's show, like the idea of him as a passer versus, say, Magic as a passer or LeBron as a passer because they're all three incredible. Well, of course. Steve they, Nash was one. Right. But they but they do it in different ways. What makes Jokic, though, truly unique is at his position, you never expect him mm-hmm. to do something like that at all. Exactly. So, Michael, he went 17 of 20 on Ooh, Wednesday. Wow. You've you've outlined what an unbelievable passer he is. Mm-hmm. You've had to guard some of the best big men in the history oh, yeah. of the game. If you were instructing Anthony Davis on how to guard Jokic And tonight, he does. He what, does a very good job what against What would Jokic. you tell him? What's the, what's the, the MO when you're guarding a guy who... If, if he can score, yeah. obviously forty three points. Oh yeah, he can pass. Very you've, you've talked about that. What do you do? He's got. A, he's a combination of Bill Walton, Kevin McHale. Jeez, I'm, I'm just comparing him to white guys. Okay, I'll throw a black <laughs> one in there. Uh, Tim Duncan, yeah. and Hakeem Olajuwon. Not as quick and as athletic, but he has that kind of footwork. He is special. If I was guarding him or Anthony Davis, who is very long and athletic himself, you got to crowd him as much as you can because if you back off him, he can shoot. He'll just knock down shots on you. Including but, threes, right? Yeah. Now, he yeah. can move. I'm not saying he's a statue, but you got to bump him and throw him off balance because he's long and gangly. He's kind of like those those air things in front of uh, car washes. They <laughs> <laughs> just sort of flop all around. That's kind of how he plays, but yet he's, he's so effective with it. The other thing I would look to do if I'm the Lakers against Jokic is run him. Just get him tired. Yeah, like you should. And Anthony look, can run. Yeah, you should look to get him moving up and down the court mm-hmm. in ways he doesn't like. Hey, yeah. Michael, in the overtime game, it was such a wild game, wildest game of the year. The oh, other that was night, a good... Tuesday night, the game Michael and I did, Lakers Celtics, Celtics up by twenty. Jason Tatum, that was the a great Lakers game. roar back, mm-hmm. and, um, and Tatum took over. Right, it was a Tatum takeover. I said, Michael, I said the other day, I want to ask you a couple things about the game. I I said about Tatum, he's the closest thing to Kobe that I've seen. And people got mad at me. Well, because you, you number one, they don't like being, they don't like you comparing anybody to Kobe because Kobe's no longer with us. So I think that's, oh, that's part not, of it. That's not. But, but keeping Kobe's uh, a legacy alive, keeping the spirit alive right. when we do that. I think he is. Am I overhyping Tatum? No, no, he's close. He's very good off the dribble. He can create off the dribble, spin moves. He can float. He can dunk. He can jump. Uh, he's a little taller than Kobe. Six foot eight. Kobe was more six six. He's a little longer than Kobe was. Uh, Kobe might be a slightly the younger Kobe, 
slightly a little bit more athletic, but he's awful close. Let he's me special. ask you guys both this. This is something uh, on a Spectrum Sportsnet show, uh, Access Lakers, I did a couple weeks ago. I said that I thought Jason Tatum was the most well-rounded player in the league. Most well-rounded? Hmm. Well, he is a good defender, and he's averaging eight rebounds a game. There's nothing that he can't do. Hmm. Let me think. Wait, More, more well-rounded than AD? Yeah, AD's pretty well-rounded. He's a better outside shooter, though. True. Yeah, but AD's more, a better inside scorer. Right, but See? Tatum's still pretty good, though. Oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, Who else is yeah, in that? Yeah, Giannis popped into my head, but he doesn't shoot like What about Tatum? a healthy Kevin Durant? He ain't, he ain't done yet at 34. It's up there. He can do it. Certainly he's, up there. Can, but you can, can make um, a case for Tatum if nothing. Oh yeah, else. of course. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, he's. Is he, he better all around than Giannis? He's better shooter, right? Yeah, he's a better shooter. All right. Do we both agree that if we're picking all NBA right now, twenty five games into the season, that the forwards are Giannis and Tatum? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Who's yeah. the center? Because Embiid. Embiid for me. Embiid ahead of but AD. If he. Yeah, if you want to put AD there, if you want to put Jokic there, you're right. not crazy. Either, we either really, one of those we three really could make it. an argument for all, any of the three. Any right? three. Yeah. All right. So here's a question I wanted to ask you about AD. Lakers, weird game. Lakers uh, go up 13 with like four minutes left. They blow the lead. The game goes overtime. We get to the overtime, and Anthony Davis gets one touch. Whose fault is that? Is it his? Is it Darvin's? Is it Westbrook because he has the ball? How does a fourth category. It's called all of the above. Okay. Coaches, staff, LeBron, who's the leader of the team, and Anthony Davis. They all recognize, hey, but five minutes into this game, I've got one touch. Give me the. You think Kobe would put up? You think Shaq would put up with that? Right. Or Kim Olajuwon? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I and I want to account for the fact that he he got no break. AD in the second half, they played him the whole second half and all the overtime. Yeah. So he was tired, and maybe Russ, Andy, I think saw that. Okay, my teammates are tired. I'm a freak. <laughs> I never that, get tired. I'm taking over. In the that game. overtime, I thought Russ was the only one of the big three that still had any legs. Yeah, I thought LeBron and AD were just gassed. Hmm. Um, but Michael, I don't know when you could have taken LeBron. It was such a wild yeah. game. I don't know when you could have taken LeBron and AD out. Was Darvin guilty of no, mismanaging no. there? They had to play because uh, after that game, they had two days off. I would right. have told them, you guys don't have to come to practice till Friday. I'll just show up Friday. I would have given them that, that much rest. Network TV game. Timeouts are longer. You can take breaks. Every Both teams used all their timeouts. No, I, I was okay with that. I, I didn't like some of uh, Darvin's lineup decisions, but this particular one, playing them, I had no problem with it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll see how it goes tonight against Denver. Nuggets come in 17-10, and 10, third in the West. The Lakers are 11-16. and 16, And then uh, we play Washington on Sunday and right back out on the road. We uh, We're on the road like constantly in December and January. It's pretty freaky. Uh, but let's see if the Lakers can get a, uh, a win here tonight. Michael, I noticed last night you said you you checked out the end of the Pelicans-Jazz yeah, game. Fun game. So, the Suns, went, who had the best record in the NBA last year, go into New Orleans, and New Orleans beats them twice. Mm-hmm. Then New Orleans goes into Utah, and Utah beats them twice. So if you had to pick one team, and you have to pick one, to come out of the West this year, who are you picking? Boy, that's a great question. I don't think... I I used to say Warriors, but Michael, I think you may have finally convinced me that something's broken there. Yeah, something's... Two and 13 on the road, you you can't can't pick them. You can't be that bad on the road, so forget the Warriors. Um, Phoenix is too helter-skelter, too schizophrenic. You don't know about that team. Uh, Memphis is too young, too street, and I don't mean that in a bad way. This, you know, they're just a bunch of young guys who are still trying to figure it out. Right? Utah's not good enough, right? They're going no, to come down to Utah's not Earth. good enough. Is it Denver? A it is. If they're healthy right now, I would say if they're healthy, it'll be the Clippers because they are deep and they are good. If Kawhi, that's a good and Paul George can be Paul George and Kawhi, and this this kid is underrated. Zubats, he's playing great. 
If he, I'm telling you, those three guys are healthy, and the, the deepest the Clippers are, that's the team for me. They, Andy, they have five guys on their bench who would start for us. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing. Their yeah, the, their depth is freakish, the, but it's a huge if if Kawhi and and Paul George yeah. are going to be. That's there. the thing with the Clippers is on paper they're incredible, mm-hmm. but that paper has <laughs> not really manifested itself lately. By the right. way, did you see what happened to Clipper Darrell the other day? We yeah. did a whole segment on it. We brought Jacob and Ryan in. Jacob thinks he's got a case. Really? For assault? Even though he they fired the guy. They fired the the guy wow. that punched him. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's on TMZ. Clipper Daryl got in an argument with one of the Redcoats at Crypto.com Arena. Daryl was trying to get past him. The guy was did a sidestep, said, you're not getting past me. Daryl kind so of raised yeah. his arm and said, get out of my way. Right. And as soon as he raised his arm, the guy cold cocked him and knocked him out. Even though Daryl raised his arm, pushed him away, you're not allowed to push him back. Jacob thought it was, he had two Redcoats standing next to him. He thought it was unnecessary violence yeah, and that he's going to be able to do it. And yeah. Daryl, you and I know Daryl, nice Michael. Guy. He's harmless. Yeah, he's great. He's a great guy. We love yeah. Daryl. I didn't, I didn't take Daryl's rising of his arm to be a punch. Bergman did. Bergman thought he threw a punch. I didn't think so either. I didn't, I didn't, I thought. He didn't throw enough of a punch to necessitate the yeah. punch he got back. No, not definitely not. Right. Yeah. It, it, I, I think Daryl is going to uh, be able to upgrade that red and blue car of his he'll very be, soon. You're trying to say he'll be sitting right next to Steve Bomber pretty soon? I, I think that, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I love a chauffeur for that red and white car. <laughs> you're, you're trying to say he'll be able to park in a loading dock pretty soon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Bobcat's coming up. And uh, coming up next, has anybody tried to buy cough medicine, cold medicine, any type of medicine? Have you noticed you can't get it? We'll get into that coming up. Michael's in here. Andy's in here. Mason in Ireland, ESPN LA. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. So, ladies and gentlemen, wait a minute. Let's see if we can figure out who this is. All right. Oh, that's Luther Vandross. Boom, Michael. Yes. I knew Very I'd find a, nice. I knew I'd recognize the black guy. Oh, my God. I was going to say, <laughs> sultry if somebody voice. doesn't know this, we're going to have issues. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to say, Mike? Laura, Tyler, Uh-oh. listeners, I don't understand Andy Kamenitsky. Maybe we should get Brian Kamenitsky <laughs> in here. Maybe it would make a difference. I just asked Andy Kamenitsky uh, off the air, hey, Andy, are you going to get up at 6 a.m. on Sunday to watch the World Cup final? He yawns and tells me, heck no, I haven't watched one game of the World Cup. Oh my You've goodness. watched zero? Zero games? Nada? I have not watched any of it. I'm a bad Mexican. Not, like, I not even like up. incidentally, like you're sitting at Yard House sipping a beer and it's on TV and you accidentally look okay, up. If you're counting times where it's been on somewhere else and it's good. been in my line of vision, then yeah, I've but seen But you that. have no interest. 
and the game on Sunday. Andy, nope. I've watched probably ten <laughs> entire games in which I didn't know any of the players. It's been electric soccer. Yeah, it's I can't really turn good. it off. Okay, if, to me, electric soccer sounds like an oxymoron. How could you Don't you understand, Andy? This is the biggest sporting was event. It, was it this... the greatest tie you'd ever seen? Greatest zero zero? Yeah, sometimes oh, they man. are. Come on now. I'm sometimes with you, they it is a great. It is the biggest sporting event Look, in the solar system. It's a great game. I'm not saying that it isn't a great game. It's a great game. So, it's what's fun. your problem? It's not for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's Have not you heard funny. of Lionel Messi? I've heard of and him. And you watch the yeah. Olympics when they come around? Okay, so really? you're, you're more of an everyday sports like guy. You don't leagues. like the four I the, like once every leagues. four years kind of thing. And here's the other thing, too. But all this, these soccer players play in leagues. Oh, there's so many, though. Well, that gets back to the whole soccer thing. But yeah. here, here's the thing with, like, you mentioned the Olympics. I'm a leagues guy. I am also not one of these people with the Olympics or like with World Cup who every four years becomes some super fan and starts <laughs> acting like they've been there before. That's and like me. all of a sudden you're, yeah, no, <laughs> me no, too. You people are all performative hypocrites. I'm not one of you people. I don't do I that. I was. Someone help this man off his high horse. Yeah, but, but it's fun to watch the countries going and the passion and the artistry of the game, Kamenitsky. You know but here's the thing though. For all these other countries around the world, that stuff's real. Oh, yeah. Because they care about these sports mm -hmm. year in, year out. For Americans, it's Ain't nobody once care. every... Yeah, you don't yeah. care about soccer. No, a lot don't of Americans do. A lot of Americans do. Not, More don't. On. More don't. So, you, like, when it comes here in, in four years, in 26, we're one of the host countries. It's us, Canada, and Mexico. It's you have awful. You have no interest. Oh, all I'm thinking Why about is it going to be awful? Traffic. Oh, the traffic it's in Los Angeles is bad without it. Yeah, oh. See, I, you're that person that's like, ah! So with it, no, no, that's I, what I, that's what he's talking about. Same thing with the Olympics, like the idea of the Olympics coming here. I'm like, no, it is hard enough to get around this city as it is. But By the way, Michael, who wins that game? Ooh, boy, is France I, favored? France. Yeah, France is favored, but I gotta they believe Mbappe. Is, who's at this stage of their lives? Who's a better player, Mbappe or Messi? Mbappe, because he's yeah. young and he's and he's in his prime, but Messi's still special. But I think, I think, Laura, I think Messi's like destined to win it this time. It Messi just feels like so destiny's clutch. on their side. Messi is so clutch. Yeah. He, well, eight years ago, he made the final and he was up against Germany. That was the Messi versus the machine year. And Germany just absolutely stomped him. Yep. Beat him like seven or eight to two. Mm -hmm. And uh, so did, I just, I hope that doesn't happen. Andy, you're not even going to tape it? Tape it? Are you going to watch the highlights at least? I mean, if they come on, <laughs> I won't leave the room. Really? You have zero interest in the zero. World Cup. Zero. I'm, I'm like a fringe soccer fan, and I love I do, it. I do endorse the Estrella, though, that I've been reading. Yeah, Estrella <laughs> Jalisco. I do like the Estrella Jalisco. That is hey, good. Okay, let's put it this way. Say in 2026, when the World Cup is here, and the USA shocks the world, they're in the final against Never. Brazil. Are you, would, you go to, would you watch that game, Kamenetsky? USA versus Brazil World Cup final. What if I gave you tickets for free? I would go. I would yeah. go just for the experience of being John, you there. would change this man's but life. But you'd leave at halftime like Mason. <laughs> Seriously. I'll tell you right now, if I don't get at least one goal before the half, I'm out. That's the thing. That's the thing that I... that it, My mom always tells me I'm a bad Mexican because she loves soccer. But for me, it's the 0-0 zero, zero part. If it makes you feel better, Laura, my wife is Mexican-American. She has not watched a second of the really? World Cup. Really? Oh, my parents, like when I do go to my parents' house, that's all my dad is watching. Mm hmm See, Everything. He's, he's a real Mexican. You yeah, know, I normally, know. I feel sorry for people who don't like sports because I think they don't get it. Yeah. But you get it, no, and I you still it. don't want to no, watch. No, I get it. I know what I like, and I know what I don't like. You mm. don't have to like every sport. Mm -hmm. So in this case, John, you just don't feel bad for him. I, 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 I think you're missing something. No, I, I'm pretty aware of what's there. What about your kids? Do they like it? Uh, my, I only have one. Uh, my What's daughter, other than, she? she's 11. 
that she's not into it. She other than volleyball, she's not into any sport Ooh, at good all. Girl. She loves volleyball alone. And she's good it. at volleyball, but yeah. she has no interest in team sports at all <laughs> other than volleyball. Yeah, speaking of volleyball, so I went to high school with a buddy of mine. His name is Jeff Priest. He's uh, he was a pitcher at UCLA, got drafted by the Yankees. He's got he's a great athlete. Um his daughter made it to the final four in volleyball college final oh, four we watched some going on in year. omaha we did and so jeff went to omaha to watch her play she plays for usd they ended up losing to texas but they had an unbelievable year and they almost they we watched uh, put up a fight against texas we watched too. usc women's a few of their games so jeff texted we're on, i'm on a group text with all my high school buddies and jeff included this in the text and i'm i actually think this is a very valid point why would the ncaa host the final four in omaha nebraska in december it is 25 mm-hmm degrees yeah. in Omaha. Isn't the making to the Final Four supposed to be a reward? Yeah, you're right. You can't. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't they put that in See, San Diego yeah. or Miami? Right now. Yeah. What's Someplace the, nice where people in the fast, families can come and be outside and enjoy the weather and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Isn't that a major fail? I mean, the NCAA can't get out of their own way, yeah. but I mean, uh, what are you doing I putting know. that thing in Omaha? You're right. Oh. I mean, I understand the College World Series being in Omaha. That's in the summer. Maybe Peyton Manning suggested it. <laughs> Omaha! Omaha! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael's got his Minnesota gear on. It'd be like putting the final exactly. four in Minnesota. Right. That's crazy. It, it, it just doesn't make any yeah. sense. Okay, so coming up, we're going to do uh, Bobcat. Uh, Tyler's got Bobcat today, and um, and he'll throw a bunch of stuff at us. Uh, Laura's in for Jorge. Tyler's in for Greg. Uh, say that again. Okay, um, and we'll do a Bobcat, and then later today, Michael and I will have Lakers Nuggets. Uh, Denver's good, and they're coming off their... Yeah. By the way, I wanted, I asked Andy this earlier. They're coming off their best game of the year offensively. They shot 65%. They scored 98 points in the paint. Wow. Is it good to play a team right after they have their best game of the year, or would you rather play a team that just lost? It's good to play a team right after they had their best game. Like we played Boston, they had two losses, right? Yeah, the Celtics, and you so, saw, how, so and they're they were a good mad. team, and you yeah. saw how mad they played against the Lakers the other night. Um, so we'll like uh, we'll get the Nuggets tonight, coming off of an unbelievable. Have you? Can you ever remember Michael ninety eight points no, in the paint? That's not a record. Uh, Andy looked it up. I and don't said know it's if not. It, I don't know if it's a record, but I do know this: like the leading team this year, points in the paint is like fifty-six points per game. So that's not quite doubling it, but it's about three quarters. I guess it can't be a record unless. Do you count as free throws as points in the paint? No, no, because no. I was going to say Wilt had a hundred points, and I'm sure they were all in the paint. Oh, my. oh, that's true. Good we point. Were, we were yesterday looking up some of Wilt's stats. Oh yeah, there in he had a season. Where he averaged, I mean, forget like the 50 points per game, 27 rebounds. He averaged 48 and a half yep. minutes per game. Never took and never off. And never fouled out his whole career. That's Did right. you ever foul out in your yeah, career? Yeah, I fouled out a lot of times. Not a okay. bunch, but a lot of times. But can you imagine a whole career never, never fouling I, out? You know what? I think after it got going for so long, I think a referee probably was afraid to foul <laughs> out. You know, Gilt was so intimidating But I mean, like refs. 48 and a half minutes per half. game? Played, played in overtimes to every minute. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Nuts. Yeah, never came out of the game. Think that'll ever be broken? In this age of load management, no, I, I, the safest record in all of sports is AC Green's yep. consecutive game streak, and, oh. and Cal Ripken's. Oh, yeah. you know, it's actually a really interesting one. I want to give credit to uh, Marcus Spears at Anscape and ESPN. You know, we're talking about LeBron and breaking Kareem's scoring record. He mentioned Kareem's field goal record. Mm-hmm. That thing is never getting broke, like baskets made, because LeBron's not. What's his record? He's higher than Wilts. Uh, yeah, I believe it's higher than everybody. Higher okay. than Wilsey. Hey, wow. before we before we go to this break, Garrett in Santa Clarita says he knows why the women's Final Four is in Nebraska. Garrett, why do they put it in Omaha? 
Um, it's, it really has to do with support. If you go to a Nebraska game, they uh, fill out the stadium every single time. And whether you're a visitor or not in something like the playoffs, they're going to pack it out. Wisconsin will do that. Hawaii will do that. Um, Colorado State will do that. It's very difficult in Southern California to pack out the stadium and have a full house for a full broadcast. Even for the Final Four? Because all four teams would oh, would, would, travel. would send, yeah, would if, get players. I, well, maybe. Absolutely. And I, and I think you would I think you would get a bigger crowd, and I think you're correct. But the reality is, if you go to UCLA versus USC volleyball game, the crowd's just not that big. Huh. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. Thank and you. To answer your question, in. Michael, mm-hmm. uh, LeBron is currently a little under 2,000 field goals behind Kareem. Mm-hmm. The next closest active player is KD. And he is six thousand, almost seven thousand. Wow. Well, you got to remember, Kareem played until he was forty, right into his forties. Yeah, right? but he didn't start till he was twenty-two. He played. You remember, LeBron had a four-year head like, start that, on him. That field goals record is one that ain't getting broken. No. Uh, all right, coming up next is Bobcat. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, today it is Tyler in for Corporate Greg. Tyler, what do you got? Corporate Greg says, thanks, Chris and Amanda. So, (laughs) USC Heisman winner Caleb Williams says the most exciting call he's ever received was from Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner. What's the coolest unexpected call you've ever received? Coolest unexpected call I have ever received. Uh, One time my phone rang, and uh, it was Vin Scully on the other end of the line what? and he said John he goes would it be an imposition if I came on your show I'd really like to help a friend of mine promote I think it was Mike Socher somebody was promoting uh, a dinner for baseball scouts to raise money and Vin said I'd like to come on and talk. And I said Vin you never have to ask and you can come on anytime any day and he goes thank you very much I'm very appreciative Talk to you later today. And he came on and he was great. Now, Michael, didn't you tell me once that I'm trying to remember, you told me somebody knew your name and it blew you oh. away. Woo! Ric Flair. Ric Flair. I couldn't believe uh-huh. it. Yeah, J- Doug Mann set that up. Our statistician, yeah. Doug Mann, knew Ric Flair was going to be at a Laker game. No, he saw me at a wrestling matchup oh, in Portland. Oh, did he? And I was standing backstage and as he was walking by, he winked at me and go, hey, Michael. <laughs> and didn't Bill, he knows me? He knows me. Didn't Bill Russell greet <laughs> yeah, you by name? Bill Russell called me by my first name when I was talking to him. And, says, and uh, I said, "Hello, Mr. Russell." He says, "Hello, Michael." I was like, wow. how, does know, "How does he know me? How does he know who I am?" Andy, do you have, do you have any brushes with greatness like that? Well, I mean, you know, being in this job, you end up meeting a fair amount of famous people. Uh, right. Michael always gets a kick out of this. He he remembers the great uh, back and forth. 
uh, that I had with uh, the late Regis Philbin. That's right. He came on as a yeah. guest. The Kaminsky right. brothers. It's <laughs> always great. fun to talk with the, the Kaminsky, Kaminsky brothers. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, here's one. I, I don't think he'd mind me saying this. Uh, you know, I like all of us, because he's a massive Laker fan, we know Flea from the Red Hot Chili right. Peppers yeah, a yeah. bit. The best. I, I one time got a FaceTime call from him coming in that I thought was like, is he butt dialing me because right, like right. we've texted before but he's never ignored called it. no i picked it up <laughs> yeah and it was flea he had some type of laker question that he and his wife were debating and you and he wanted me to help settle it uh-huh. now you got his name in your phone as flea or is his real real name flea flea okay. i don't even know what his real name is uh tyler have you ever had one of those brushes with greatness you're young it might not have happened yet you know, I had a, an actual interaction with Anthony Hopkins, but it wasn't a phone call. It was, he came into the restaurant I was working at, and I got him isolated, and we had a great conversation. I waited on Anthony Hopkins years and years ago at the old Westwood Brewing Company. Really nice guy. Yeah, he came into the Wood Ranch in Agora Hills. Yeah, he was good. Oh, he's uh, just a genuine Laura, how about guy. you? Most famous person you've ever interacted with is who? Ooh. So, I'm a huge hip-hop fan. Not phone call, but also in person was Nas. That oh, was that's a good one. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and then when John Ireland called me when I was uh, I, you know, I told that story the other day. I don't know if you heard it. So uh, I think this should be. I offered this as a service to Laura. Michael, you'd be good at this too. I I saw Laura during the day one day, and she said, "I go, hey, hey, how's it going? What's what's going on?" She goes, "I'm a little nervous. I've got a. I've been set up on a on a blind date tonight, and I'm not sure, you know, how this is going to go." I said, "I'll tell you what. What time is your date?" She said, "7:30." I said, "I'm going to call you at 7:45 as a lifeline." And if you want to get out of it, just tell your date that I called with an emergency and you're very sorry and you have to leave. But the end of that story is I called and she goes, hi. I go, do you need me to make up an emergency? She goes, no, I'm good. So it was a false alarm. They yeah, nice. he wasn't weird, which I, I was worried about that. Right. I was worried that he was like a creepy or a creepy guy, but he wasn't. I mean, we obviously have a boyfriend, not that guy. But yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. That was a while ago. But yeah. did he know that was uh, that kind of call just in case so, the date wasn't going? No. Well, you, you could have admitted it after that. I don't so care. So what happened was I left my phone faced up. So it said John Ireland. He's like, why is the voice of the Lakers calling you? <laughs> 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 All right. I like that. Little yeah. did he know we were in cahoots. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Tyler, awesome. what's next? Uh, my Bobcat's not playing. All right, Bobcat. Yeah, go All right. Ahead. So the Red Sox traded Mookie Betts and David Price to the Los Angeles Dodgers, and they received Alex Verdugo, Connor Wong, and Jeter Downs, who they just DFA'd yesterday. Wow, and he was the one guy they once really a, wanted. Once a top prospect, DFA'd by the Red Sox yesterday. Is this far and away the worst trade we've ever seen in Major League Baseball? Oh, no. No, there have been. that's not even the worst trade. I mean, every, in every sport, you can find, like... No, the worst trade, I hate to admit it, and I hate to even bring it up because it wasn't really a legitimate league, as far as I'm concerned. It was Babe Ruth getting traded to the Yankees, right? And, from the Red Sox, right? And for, for uh, the rights to a play on Broadway, yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that, no, that was, that was the, I don't, I don't know if anything could ever top that in baseball. That play better been a hit. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Worst, I would have seen it. <laughs> worst trade ever. The one that pops into my pops into my head, and at the time, I thought it was a good trade. Mm-hmm. Pedro Martinez for Delino DeShields. Oh, yeah. oh, man. That's right. That's right. Wow. Is the one. And, and I remember Fred Clare was the GM of the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and we had Fred on, and I was praising him. I love Delino DeShields. This is a great trade. We have Ramon Martinez. We don't need Pedro. <laughs> Pedro goes on to eclipse Ramon, become a Hall of Famer, yeah. and I, Delino DeShields never really. I mean, Ramon wasn't bad, but he wasn't Pedro. Right. Right. Never really did it. Um, no, there have been way worse trades than that. You know, one thing that brings up, though, uh, Tyler, is 
and Andy, you and I have argued about this for years, I will always trade proven for unproven. You are more protective of draft picks. You you well, you, you think of them as capital, and you're right. Right. Um, but I just like if they say we want your top three minor leaguers, and we'll send you. Um, you know, Mike Trout, give me oh, Mike Trout. Yeah, I mean, you obviously know. something like that, you take Mike Trout, but not everybody in, in these trade scenarios is Trout. Okay, Michael, is there anybody, anybody in the NBA right now, any one player, let's say that we have the draft lottery. Yeah, the number one pick. Okay, the Detroit Pistons get Victor Wim- the right to draft Victor Wimbayama. Yeah. Is there any one player you would take if you were the GM of the Pistons to give up the, the right to draft Wimbayama? If... The Milwaukee Bucks call me, or the Dallas Mavericks call me, and says, "I'll give you after Tacumpo, I'll give you Luka Doncic for that number one pick." I will turn it. I'll hang up the phone. That those two. Yep. And I don't care who it is. I'm hanging up the phone because Victor is that special. He's that different. Wait a minute. You would not no. take Giannis. Why would I do that? Giannis is going to be 28, 29. Lucas. This, Lucas like 25. Yeah, Lucas 25 and. A little chunky. I always worry about that. <laughs> and so, well, but Victor Wembanyama is the next one. He's the next no one. No kidding. You wouldn't take no. Luka. Nobody, wow, that's nobody, amazing. No, number one, no team will do it. But even if they say Mark Cuban got crazy and want to do it, Detroit wouldn't take it. They, they say, no, we'll stick with our number one pick, please. Uh, would you give up, if you have Wembanyama and the Pelicans called? No, I'm not going to take Wait a minute. Zion or Ingram. No. What, what about both? No, I'm taking Wembanyama. He's, okay. he's different, there you go. man. There you go. All right, Bob Tyler. Cat. All right, Laura, what you got? All right, guys, I need help. So asking for a friend, the holidays are around the corner, and a friend and I were talking about who we want to invite and not invite to a certain party. So my friend's like, hey, I'm having an issue because my boyfriend's sister has a new boyfriend and wants to come, but we don't like him. Okay. So they're not trying to invite the new boyfriend, and the the sister is now upset because the new so boyfriend. So the sister knows they're, yes. what they're up to. Okay. Yes. And she's upset. She goes, this is also my house and family's coming over. My boyfriend should be able to come Ooh, over. This is a good one. So I said, I was like, I know all of you guys, so I don't want to get involved, but you're pregnant and it's a sensitive pregnancy, so you shouldn't be, you know, stressed. You, you can't be stressed. So she should understand and he shouldn't come because he's a jerk and he shouldn't be around because he stresses you out and he stresses the family out. But the sister's mad and now is saying that the party can't be at their house because the boyfriend <sighs> oh, no. can't come over. Whose house is it? So it's my friend's baby daddy. And okay. the sisters. Okay. So they, they all live in one home together. And, and baby daddy's not welcome. No, the baby daddy's my friend's baby daddy, the guy's... The boyfriend's The boyfriend's home. sister. So the boyfriend's sister is like, it's their home. Does yeah. that make sense? Um, I so think... The, so they want her to not invite her own boyfriend yes. to a party at her house. Yes. It's a party. I think you got to invite the guy and just tell him to be in his best behavior. That's a big ask for it's your house. Here's our guest list for your house. Well, they all live in the same house. Right. Yeah. I think you got to invite the guy, Michael. What do you think? Yeah, you got to invite him. Let him come. You just don't, you don't have to talk to him. Let him sit over in the corner and he's ignore him. He's a jerk, him. though. He is a jerk. Yeah, but like, wait, what, jerk. But will he will he ruin the party? Yes, he's done it before. What kind of? What oh, do you mean? Like he's a jerk? What's an example of something that so, he could do? Okay, so one of the parties. He's not like they, a physical jerk, is he? No, but he, he gets drunk. Oh, okay. And okay. he just you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He I, doesn't hit hit this girl, does he? No, 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 okay, no nothing good. like that. Uh, I think you invite him and tell him, hey, look, there's a lot of people here that think you, you come on a little strong. Just be on your best behavior. And if I was him, if I knew people don't want me around, I wouldn't go. Yeah, Even I was if just my girlfriend- say that, Laura. If you invite him 
and he knows like if I knew you guys were all having a party and I had an issue with somebody there and somebody didn't want me there, mm-hmm. I never yeah, go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I'm not wanted. Okay, you said he's a big drunk. He gets drunk easily. Okay, go. Make it so it's a no alcohol party. Then no one's coming. No, listen. He'll decide not to come because he wants the booze. Then you allow the booze once he's not going to be there. I mean, it ain't my party, but you know. Keep him in a, in, on ice in the back just in case he doesn't show up. There you go. Yeah. Oh, somebody brought it. Oops. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like a speakeasy. Right. Yeah, I um, think I think you got to invite the guy. Even I'm with though he's I'm like with your, Ireland. Yeah, I said you got to invite him. And because he has be, to you you want to know what's going to cause the least amount of trouble. Well, it's and also that's, too. Yeah, that's true. If they're all living in a house together, you're going to be seeing this guy anyway. Like you got to figure out how to make this thing work. Yeah, he's either yeah, he, invited or he's like. So he shows up when the couple, because my friend is a girl, right? The the baby daddy's girlfriend. So they won't be in the house when he's in the house. Like that they don't, cro- yeah, they don't cross paths. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let me know how that ends. When's the party? Uh, when's the twenty fourth? Saturday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. No, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. You're right. Christmas so is on a Sunday this year. Yeah, Tell them to the have 24th. the party, and everybody just try to act like adults. Uh, I said, just give them good food. Maybe yeah. It'll- yeah. And maybe he'll pass out. Get him drunk, and he'll pass out. Or you know, get him a singing telegram with a you know sexy nurse <laughs> and send him in the back. All right, uh, let Ty- us know how it goes, Laura. Tyler, is that it? Or you got one more? I got one more. I got okay. one more. All right. So today, James Cameron's Avatar: The Way of Water hits theaters. It's got, it's got major hype. He said the only way for it to come out on top is for it to gross two. I think he said two billion dollars. Okay, which is something Whoa. outrageous. Like it's got to be a top three or four grossing film for him to come out on top. Okay. Does anybody go to the movies anymore? I feel like while it's getting a lot of attention. You okay, just can't get this is actually a, a really anymore. interesting question. Michael, when's the last time you set foot in a movie theater? Pre-pandemic? Oh, probably been like 15, 20 years. Andy? What? Wow. Yeah, I'll go to movie. You know how nasty them chairs are? Oh, that's yeah. true. Oh, yeah. People have just yeah. gotten Andy, worse, last too. time you set foot in a movie theater? Uh, probably a couple months ago, something like that. I went when we were on, on I went in D.C. Mm-hmm. when we were at the movies. I wanted to see, I've read, I'm kind of fascinated by the whole Harvey Weinstein uh, so saga. So you saw She Said? Yeah, so I saw She Said it was good. But that's the first time I've been in a movie theater since uh, Jorge Mason, Greg and I went and saw Top Gun Maverick last right. year. Mm. Laura, last time you said foot in a movie theater? Um, um, maybe two, three weeks ago for Black Panther. Okay. And then Tyler, how about you? I honestly cannot remember. I think your instinct on this question is good. Uh, if he's expecting to make $2 billion, he's going to have to do it with like everybody, like Michael and I at our houses have these giant big screen yeah. TVs and we get to sit there and watch whatever right. we want. Exactly. We would just wait for it to come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So me. I think that's his only way to do it is, yeah. is he's streaming got, Or from he's got to have, he's got to get people to come back and see it a second no, time. No, no, no. But that thing is like four hours long. That's what gets me. I don't want to hours sit. And ten, the runtime is three hours and 10 minutes. I'm out. Yeah, but then also like you go and you see all the stupid like You're previews dedicating half and your stuff. Dad I'm, it's I'm, like that's I, crazy. Three, three hours, 10 minutes in a movie theater, I'm out. It's too long. Yeah. I only did it for Avengers. Like, right. that's it. Good luck, James Cameron. All right. Uh, that is, uh, that's it for Bobcat. Coming up next, how important is the car you drive? What does it say about you, the vehicle you choose to get around in? One NFL player does not care, and you'll be surprised who it is. We'll tell you next. 710 ESPN.